So, last time on Trendsetters, uh, the Trendsetters ended up fighting a bunch of sore mutant supremacists. They were threatening to blow up the bank, which, I mean, technically would have been a good thing, but, you know, eh. Not when there's people inside. There, there were people inside. And then uh, they, they fought the Boom Brothers, who are like mice, bug, frog hybrids who are colored blue. And uh, then they ended up meeting the leader of the Sewer Mutant Supremacists, the Karma Chameleon, who has a weird dice gimmick. And I'm, I like the d- weird dice gimmick, but also it's complicated. You, you like the idea of the dice gimmick. Yes, it is cool. It is. Co- I think it is cooler in theory than it is in execution because I'm really bad at the execution. Someone smarter than me can probably execute it far better. Something, something, your feelings on it come and go. <laughs> that was really forced. Feel shame. Shut up. But you guys end up capturing the Boom Brothers and allowing the Karma Chameleon to escape with one of the radioactive beads on him so that way you can track his movements and eventually just find him find out where his lair is and like kick his ass there or something i don't know i don't know your guys' yeah. plans anyway go to your house and turn all of your furniture upside down <laughs> i mean if you want to do that we could just take his furniture to the ceiling you have a friend that can do that you have several friends that can do that, actually. I forgot that Poltergeist can also control gravity. Who did you think I was talking about? Pressure. Anyway, so... She's also got a really good base lick. Who wants to do a thing? I'll do a thing. All right, Poltergeist, uh, what are you doing? Uh, I'm trying to find the... Di- I'm trying to find the, the, like, architectural records for the sewers. Okay. I mean, I figure that might at least help, like, figure out, like, escape routes that the Karma Chameleon might take, because, like, he's probably going to try and run. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, I'm pretty sure that City Hall would have, like, that sort of thing, and that brings me to, uh, able to show you what City Hall looks like, because Buffalo City Hall actually looks pretty awesome and i'm so uh i'm keeping it that way um so halcyon city hall has largely changed remained unchanged from when it was just buffalo and as a result it's like this 32 story high like gothic architecture like brown brick building that is it's one of the largest city halls in the country, honestly. Uh, And in front of it, there's like an, like a obelisk memorial with like some tigers, like laying down, like surrounding it. Uh, But it's, but like, it's mainly this huge imposing building that just honestly, like Google Buffalo city hall. If you want a more complete look at it, because it, it, I honestly love this building. It looks awesome. Um, but yeah, you can go to City Hall and you can uh, roll me investigate. Hey, I'm pretty good at that. Yeah, uh, investigate is your basic. Glad one of us is. 
Investigate. Uh, you got a three. So, what I will give you for that is you do manage to find, like, escape routes. Like, you've managed to find, like, entrances that are, like, not used as often and, like, they're mostly made for, like, service stuff. But you can tell from, like, how the Karma Chameleon escaped you guys uh, last time that, like, he can squeeze into some pretty tight spaces and use these in, like, unusual ways. So what I will do is uh, I will give you an advantage when you when you fight him as a... It's so basically a plus two to rolls that are involved... Uh, in uh, preventing him from escaping. All right, that works for me. Yeah. See, I've 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 refreshed my memory a bit on how the system works. Everybody, maybe I should do that when I as for the game that I'm running. Second session ever, and you're already improving. Yeah. Uh, so, who wants to? Who else wants to do a thing? I got a thing I can do. All right. I'm trying to learn more about the sewer mutants. I want to learn, like, you know, how is their society structured? Why do they live in the sewers and not up top with everybody else? Uh, why has fascist sentiment been able to root itself within their ranks like this? All right, so... And I figure, at least for that last one, I would be talking to some of my criminal contacts. Okay, yeah. Um, so for that last one, I'll have you roll something different. For this first one, though, uh, that's going to be more of like looking into Halcyon's history. So that would probably be a lore check, honestly. Like lore or whatever you renamed lore to. I commonly rename it to uh, education. I know Bobbin has renamed uh, renamed it to academics. But it was me... one of the suggested alternate name, uh, alternate names. Yeah. So go ahead and roll me lore. Well, my roll, my lore is zero. So rolling it flat for a one. For a one, you can't really find all that much on the history of the sewer mutants. Uh, it looks like it turns because, as it turns out, people who live underneath the city don't really document their history too well and uh the people uh, of halcyon city in the past didn't exactly keep a good record of why they live in the sore either because you know they're just to, to to the people in the past they were just weirdos who wanted to live in the sewer for whatever reason wanted to were forced to one of the two but for why fascist sentiments have risen in their ranks, go ahead and um, roll me rapport. And since you're using your criminal contacts, uh, you may go ahead I and use... Contacts is a skill. Oh, con oh, contacts is a skill. Okay. So, yes. go, go ahead and roll contacts then. By the way, am I just understanding that with a one, I get no information? Yeah, because it was a um, it was a flat difficulty thing. So okay. It was a difficulty of two, so you 
Okay. Yeah. So just to confirm, because this is my second time playing Fate ever, it's mm-hmm. this works on vampire rules where you are trying to hit thresholds and not gradients. Correct. Um, okay. There are some things that are gradients, but you'll you'll know because I will roll openly for those for the most part. And if you okay. beat the number by three, then you uh, succeed with style, which means you get an extra benefit. But aside from that, that's about it. Yeah, there's there's okay. like four gradients of uh, success of six of um, outcomes. There's fail, tie, succeed, and succeed with style. But those are all based on thresholds that you define. Correct. Okay. All right. So roll in contact. Unless it's opposed. Unless it's opposed. Roll in contact at a plus three for a two. Not a for great two. roll. Not a great roll, but um, it was the difficulty that I set. Um, and basically, uh, the reason that you you talk to who do you talk to? Who are you talking to to learn this? Uh, God, honestly, probably the one that would have their ear closest to the goings-on of a bunch of, like, completely inhuman individuals who live outside of the scope of society would be the Mad Magpie. Okay, yeah. Um, she's just a fucking snake space alien. <laughs> Not only that, but her face is upside down. Don't forget that. I can't do that Snailing. in the, uh... I can't do that in the handout, but her face is, uh, like, her mouth is on the top and her eyes are on the bottom. Um, so, yeah, she essentially tells you that the reason that they, the, uh, fascist sentiments have risen so much is because they've been trying for years to, like, get some sort of change going on whether it like she she's she's too disconnected to like really know the details that would have been a uh something you would have gotten if you succeeded with style but they've been wanting some sort of change for years and years now but it has largely gone ignored which has led to the rise of the karma chameleon basically going hey we don't have to wait for their permission to do it let's just take it and then while we're at it show them how it feels yeah all right so basically the early malcolm x wing yes who else wants to do a thing while you are waiting for the karma chameleon to at least stop long enough for you to figure out what's going on i can't think of anything really interesting okay Unless you want to explore, like, Felix in class, but we've done that enough, I think. Oh, no, we can do that. Like, that, that's the entire point of your character is to, like, do that sort of thing. Um, so Did you, you say that I wanted to set something up uh, last time? Yeah, I think you did. But I don't know, remember if you followed through on that. I remember that happening. I don't remember what it was, and I haven't edited that session, so yeah. I can't give you an answer. I'm gonna scroll up and see if the bottom posted it. It it was said aloud. Oh god, now I don't remember. Um, you were researching the s- layout of the sewers, I think. Yeah, which is something that uh, we we honestly just did. So, uh. 
Okay. Well, well um, whoops. Shit. Well, <laughs> eh. But either way, uh, we'll, we'll go to Felix. Uh, as you're waiting for the stuff to... For, for things to come to a head, uh, you head to, back to class and you are... Which class? Paint me a picture, Colin. Okay, fine. Use my own words against me. Um... <laughs> uh, I was let's say it's like the class with the hard ass professor I forget which one that uh, you, it's like the one it's like your cinematography major or something like that yeah yeah it's your, it's your cinematography professor and you're walking in late because you know you were fighting a sewer mutant in a bank and um, Wait, we had a whole date and everything between that Oh, true. That's right. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. I forgot. I forgot about the. It date. could be I'm... any number of stupid bullshit, but it could not be. that. Not that. Not specific, that specific bullshit. One. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well then, tell me what specific bullshit is is causing you to be late this time. Um, rescued a cat from a tree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, your professor is Oh, in... I didn't even see Squares' type today. <laughs> I just we arrived at the same conclusion, conclusion independently. <laughs> so, I would like you to try and roll me stealth to see if you can sneak in without him catching you. And I'm going to just roll uh, notice for him. Right. I'm not super good at the stealth, but I will give it a shot. Or DF plus not a one. Failure. <laughs> You succeed with style. You are always there. <laughs> that, is, that is a one to the professor's negative two, everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, you are always there. Like, he, he's in the middle of, like... He's turned around and, like, writing something on, like... On... On the board, and like you sneak in and uh, get up to your desk and sit down, and then by the time he's turned around, like he, he, like he was turned around that entire time, and uh, as he's looking around, he doesn't even notice that you just mysteriously appear in the room. Anyway, uh, Bobbin, have you figured out what you want to do with Nikolai aside from the uh, the thing that we already did with Poltergeist? Nope. That's why I wanted to uh, remember it from last time. Alright, yep. Because it's completely forgotten it now. Yep. Okay, well... I think it was like actively monitoring the signal and then just keeping track of each ping as it happens while everyone else was busy doing you know, human stuff. Okay, yeah. Um. So, go ahead and roll me even would that be like i don't know if that would be investigate or notice i will say investigate is probably closer to what you're supposed to roll right i don't have investigate but i do have notice and engineering Mm, notice would also probably work honestly so I, i will give you notice all right so you watch him as he spends the next couple of days honestly uh traveling around in the store seemingly randomly uh he doesn't seem to stay in one area for too long it seems 
he's always like bouncing around. Uh, he'll he'll go from one area, spend a couple hours there, uh, then move to the next area, spend a couple hours there. It doesn't seem like he's also really following any sort of like set pattern that you can tell. But about two days later, you finally uh, see him stay in a place for more than like two hours. It's it it starts out as two hours and then it moves on to three and then eventually it it has just stuck. It's not that the fact it's not that the bead has like fallen off or anything. Um, it is more like because you can still see the the ping moving around. Uh, it is more like this might be the main area that he stays at and all the other areas were just like him checking up on his people maybe and seeing like if they were ready to do stuff and like, you know, giving them orders and such. Yeah. And incidentally, this means I also have a map of uh, sewer mutant activity. Yes, you do. Related to the fascist movement. Mm-hmm. And also, this is a good moment to mention that uh, at this point, I no longer have any periods of downtime. Instead, what's happened is there is additional nanite supplies that uh, undergo the rest and repair and just sort of are uh, phased in while the oldest set are phased out to go through rest and repair. So that there's always this continuous cycle going on. So more organic in that sense. Nikolai has defeated sleep. Got it. All right. So uh, now that you have now that you all have done a thing, you know, his route through the sewers, you know where he is located. Uh, By the way, um, I will say that his main base of operations it seems is located underneath Lockport. So, what do you players? Well, it makes sense that if he would want to smash the system he should be closely located to it. So, uh, Bobbin has contacted the team saying, hey, I know where Karma Chameleon is. Uh, what do you? Gather up. So we just know where he is. We don't have any idea of his reinforcements or anything. I mean, I would presume they would be in roughly the same location. I mean, like, can we do like a scout? Can we like somehow scout out? Like if he's got more, you know, allies like the Boom Brothers down there or if he's got the Boom Brothers, the Boom Brothers were arrested. More like. Oh, oh, more like. Okay. I assume he has a following. By simply appearing next to him, we may hop straight into a snake pit. Like a literal snake pit. There may be snake men down there. Nikolai, did you do that on purpose? The initial analogy was going to be for Lion's Den. However, a snake pit seemed more apropos. There has to be lion mutants. They don't have to be simply reptile-themed. I turn to the rest of the group. All right. Who taught them jokes? Come on. <laughs> Somebody own up to it. Actually, who gave them jokes? Am I even there? 
Yeah, you can be there. I haven't okay. been actively trying to teach them, but it's impossible that they are mimicking me. Alright, alright. I'm gonna have to deal with this later. I'm, I'm going to have to deal with this. <laughs> no jokes allowed. <laughs> we this already have one joker on this reality. team. We can't Wait. handle another. Uh, yeah, so let's not jump in there and get then get ourselves jumped by, like, 50 dudes. Um... This may call for at least an initial form of infiltration. I am able to change my shape, but not my components. Therefore, if they have any sort of metal detection or radar systems or simply individuals able to see within the infrared light spectrum, my government would be blown immediately. How small can you get and still be effective? I have reduced myself these days to an inch diameter sphere. Can you change the shape of that into anything? Yes, but by that point, I can only effectively take the form of platonic solids. Hmm. I was just thinking, you could uh, stick yourself to the ceiling and just sort of ooze around. How thin can you make yourself? Reasonably thin. I'm thinking like, like how like uh, Halibut and what is it, Flounder can like camouflage themselves against the seafloor. There would be a difficulty though, which is that once again, infrared vision would be able to detect me rather easily. Yeah, so but I think that's true for all of us, except maybe Sunshine, if he's super clever about it. That is why my initial thought was infiltration through mimicry, through attempting to impersonate a sewer mutant. However, oh, we know, who, we know who can do that, actually. Make disguises, turning to poltergeist. Yeah, I can make a disguise pretty fast, but you're going to have to decide what it is for me. Like, I could make you look like one of the Boom Brothers, but I don't know if that would work, considering they're all supposed to be in jail. Yeah, there's probably no good goddamn way any, any of them would ever believe that they were out already. So, Boom Brother adjacent? A group like this would be open to new recruitment. Since we have Karma Chameleon's patrol route, we could potentially identify one of his recruiters and then come have that person approach the main base saying that the recruiter said it was okay for them to be there. Sure. All right, all right, all right. Action items. Um, Poltergeist, can you just set your disguise machine to random? Because I feel like that'll actually wind up getting us the best results. Yeah, I could just... An entire I mean, I episode like... of Monster Factory ensues. <laughs> <laughs> but in the end, it still turns out to be a street shark. <laughs> God. Well, yeah. damn it. All right. Well, well, what we've done here is we've just made Bart Simpson. <laughs> I'm not saying it. <laughs> Who could forget Fear Rat Boy? 
<laughs> okay, I'll just uh, toss a bunch of mammals and mammal mammalian and reptile-like characteristics in here. I mean, I've met some weird aliens. I've probably got them in here, too. Yeah, some weird aliens could probably uh, pass as certain mutants. Just absolutely fuck us up here. Please. I believe I will send scouts of myself also into the sewers. It yeah. may prove more or less successful than physical infiltration or impersonation. Can't hurt, probably. At the very least, they are already aware that we are after them. Yeah. Uh, Zero, do you have an idea of where a recruiter might be. Are we are we actually going to approach the recruiter or are we just going to lie about having spoken to them? At the very least, we will need to identify who the recruiters are. There yeah. are several locations here, and I bring it up on the giant crime computer, where Karma Chameleon stopped for a significant period of time. And so I must assume that the presence of his movement is significant in these locations. Leave any one of them would do for our purposes. Alright, cool. Um, so, I think that's stage A, is you get the disguise up, and then we go to... I don't know. Is there any one that looks better than another, or can we just pick randomly? This location here is closer to a sewage and uh, sewage access points. Cool. So we'll go in through there. Uh, at that point, we are playing nice. We are not there to start a fight until we find the people we actually want to fight with. We are going to go to... Karma Chameleon's secret lair and kick down the door and then kick his teeth in. Does that work for everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Did he have teeth? Big cobra teeth, I think. I believe I would be best yeah, suited to approach the headquarters area stealthily while the rest of you handle the infiltration by impersonation. I mean, do we want to split up like that? What's the purpose? It is simply that if I go in with you attempting to appear to be a normal sewer mutant, I may blow your cover. I suppose. All right. Uh, we are all we all know exactly where we're going, so splitting up doesn't hurt too too bad. It just means that if you get into trouble, we won't be able to back you up right away. Yes, I will keep my distance until you approach. Cool. All right. Let's go, team. All right. So then, uh, where are you infiltrating from? Which, like, I will say this. Um, the only real borough that Karma Chameleon did not visit in the last couple days was uh, Grand Island. So, and his base of operations is in Lockport. So you can probably has wanna, an independent sewer system. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like he's sneaky and can 
Oh, Grand Island, yeah, definitely has an independent sword system. Um, so you could probably, like, you could go in through... Not Aurora. Aurora is pretty far away from uh, Lockport. It would probably be... Colin, I'm going to be super real. Without a map to orient these places in relation to each other, all of these names are just completely meaningless to me. Honestly, I've been working on one. I've been... Okay. I've, I, I have I've been working on one. I just haven't gotten it finished yet. All right, um, cool. Yeah. Because um, for right now, this is just like proper noun, proper noun, proper noun. In absence of that, I think Alden would be a good place. Uh, the the likeliest place yes. where they would be recruiting from. Yes, actually, yes, that is the furthest. That is the one that's furthest north. Okay. Sure. All right. So are you just popping into the sewers or are you like going in there? Are you going in properly as in finding an entrance, going in there physically and walking? The latter. We don't want to demonstrate one of our number to be a teleporter of some variety. All right. Okay. So when you go in, uh, the sewers are dark. They're kind of cramped in a lot of places there's obviously going to be some areas where like you can walk a little more upright but not too much um there's also a couple of cisterns that uh you managed to find but uh but for the most part it is a long dark very smelly uh road and eventually you run into a sewer mutant he's only about three and a half feet tall. But the thing about him is that he has one, six arms, two, purple skin uh, blotted with like green batches, and three, just like big old tusks. Uh, he's also like wielding a machete. And uh, what is everyone disguised as right now? Or like, or do you, if, if you can't think of a good sewer mutant disguise, I will... Uh, I will allow the answer of... will be assigned to you. (laughs) Question. Does this person also have only one eye? Uh, no. Uh, Then he has nothing to fear from the one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple beetle eater. (laughs) I knew that joke was coming. So, my disguise is frog. Frog. Okay. Just frog person, bipedal frog person. Hey, Y- y'all ever re- realize that, like, the person who named frogs just got it fucking absolutely right on the first try? Yeah. Frog. 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 Yeah. Like, you look at those things? Those are frogs. Those are that, frogs. That's a frog, right? That there. is a frog. That's true. So, okay. So, you're the Loveland frog. Got it. <laughs> Does that mean Poltergeist is the Fresno crawler? Fresno Nightcrawler? I've never heard of that one. <sighs> Hold right. on. Hold on. I'm Googling this. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> They're so weird. <laughs> oh my god. Huh. Let me take a look here. Huh. Okay. Okay. Sure. Why not? <laughs> See, I was gonna go for a, I was gonna go for a Mothman joke so I could give myself wings. 
Okay, okay. Because I, could, because I can fly. Okay, yeah. You're the Mothman. I want to be somewhere between a rat and a water bug. Okay, yeah. I th- there's there's definitely some guys like that down here. Sure. What? So by water bug, do you mean like water strider or oriental cockroach? Uh, yes. No giant water bug. Plethocaris. Plethocaris. I think that's how you say it. The big toe biter fuckers. Okay. And I guess. Oh. Okay. And, and what is Nikolai disguised as right now? Or is he just like disguised as a a blob of sphere. Well, I'm going to be infiltrating the sewers as well, essentially by sending out little scouts into the headquarters once the others are in range. But until then, I am just going to um, sit in one place as just a pile of shit. (laughs) Just a sentient Okay, but what's the disguise? (laughs) Like, not just... It's not all shit. It's just, like, all trash covered in, like, a thin, slimy veneer. Detritus. Okay. Yeah. That that also includes some shit. (laughs) Alright. So, this this little purple guy looks over at you, and he goes, goes, Ah, where are you guys from? I haven't seen you around here before. Yeah, we're from uh, Canada. Ah, uh, we got a lot oh of Canadians up here. <laughs> it is, it is Halcyon. We're we are pretty close from Canada. Yeah, yeah. We heard good things about uh, your leader there, eh? God, <laughs> I refuse to participate. <laughs> that one's mute. They're fine. <laughs> Uh, the the purple guy raises an uh an eyebrow. By the way, his eyebrows are sort of like scaly and rigid, almost rock like. Um, but he does raise one. He's like, leader, who are you talking about? Oh, come on, don't be modest. We heard about the. We came down here because we heard about your, you know, the karma chameleon. We heard good things. You guys are killing me with this fucking Canadian. What is this accent? <laughs> I think it's just Midwestern. I'm trying to ape the fuck you bear video. Fuck <laughs> you bear. Fuck you bear. Oh, yeah. Don't you know it's the Minnesotan accent? God. All right. Well, they're just throwing in the occasional A, you know? <laughs> I'm like. Pulling memories from like um it's what is okay, that I fucking movie? Better. It's the one with Oh god damn it, I can't even remember who's in it now. See what I'm doing is I I am doing what the Canadian that I dated did when he wanted to play up being Canadian. Strange Brew, that's the movie I'm trying to pull from. Moranis right. is in it? Nobody? No. Seriously? All right. Anyway, I'm afraid I haven't seen it or heard of it. Okay, I I need you to roll me a fucking deceive. He asks you to roll deceive. Why? It's true. I mean, yes, but also this. There's a thing. Okay. Um. So, luckily, uh, this guy's a nameless NPC, so their stats are not super great. 
So uh, he, they only have a plus one in a in one certain skill, and it it is definitely not empathy. So uh, he rolled a one to your three, which means you succeed. So luckily you can. Luckily for you, uh, you lied pretty well, and he's like. Yeah, I, I mean, mean we lied pretty well by virtue of it's like 99% the truth. Yeah. We heard that he's finally taken action against our against the cowardly service dwellers and we came down here to join our brothers in arms. Yeah, fuck those guys. Fucking fuck service dwellers. We'll take back what's rightfully ours. They think they're so good with their toilets and their, and their vitamin D. Yeah, fuck their vitamin D. You guys are cool. Oh, now it's just Scab again. <laughs> it's just Scab again. Oh, God. That's actually his name, turns out. <laughs> he doesn't have a name. He's nameless. Mother was very indecisive. He goes, yeah, uh, go ahead and go, go, go talk to Meemaw. She'll get you set up. All right. Could you give us a direction there? Or we're just going to wander around until we find somebody who looks like a Meemaw. Um, he, he gives you some, uh, directions, uh, and when you follow them, it's, like, this cistern that has been turned into, like, a, like a, like a Hoover Town sort of deal. Um, there are some, like, makeshift beds, like, laying, like, in, in the walls, uh, there's some, like, some of the, uh, over, some of, like, the arches have been converted into, like, makeshift storefronts but uh they don't they don't really use money they just uh tr they just like do like barter system um and then uh this guy points to looks around and he points to a, a person and he goes there's Mima and uh what he points to is a very large I love her. <laughs> uh it's a very large woman uh, she is about, like, six and a half, seven feet tall. Uh, she has an elephant-like head, but the thing of it is, is that instead of... There's there's no elephant ears. Instead, uh, there are just holes where, like, the elephant eye should be, and but the eyes are on eye stalks, which are, like, constantly, like, moving around. Uh, she has two left arms and only one right arm um one of the left arms is green and she's sort of like this sky blue color at least if if uh, you could see her in natural light she would be a sky blue color and she's just wearing like this tattered leather jacket and uh some like makeshift pants that are held together with a couple of hdmi cables tied around the waist as a belt um hella yeah uh, she has three, like, really rigid tails that sort of... I'm not sure what animal has a tail like that. Um, Probably some kind of lizard. Pangolin. Pa yeah, pangolin. I, uh, I, was no, gonna... I don't think pangolin. Um, armadillo lizard, probably. Yeah, like, either way, you, you sort of know the vibe that I'm trying to get with what these guys are describing with that sort of... Like, three of those tails, they're all operating independently. Um, and then it ends with, like, cloven hooved feet with like on furry like brown furry legs and uh he points to her and goes that's Mima right there Colin can I ask you two separate questions 
but relate separate but related questions. Sure. First question: mm-hmm. Is this entire arc just because you found out you could do a lot of weird stuff in Hero Forge and decided to give, just go? Did with you it? just hit random? That is half the reason. The other half is because I I didn't we. Damtap kept bringing up the super mu- the, like the sewer mutants, and I'm like, okay, I should do something with them. I only went forty something sessions with that without ever bringing them up more than like three times. Okay. Second question: Did you get half through cre- halfway through creating this, realize that you've put more arms on the right side, and realize how many jokes we would make about that, and change it to the left? No, I just chose a <laughs> random side, honestly. <laughs> Excuse me there. Uh, Mima turns around and looks down because I'm fairly certain she is taller than everyone here at six and a half feet. And uh, I'm turn- floating at eye level. Okay. Um, it turns out that uh, that trunk isn't her nose; it's her mouth because it moves as it's as uh, she says, "Well, hello there. I haven't seen you all around here before." Yeah, we're from up north. Journey down from the Great White North here. Oh, Niagara? Albuquerque. Oh, dang, that is far. Well, I'm Mima. I'm mostly in charge. Not Albuquerque, Alberta. Jesus. (laughs) Okay, they didn't notice, so I'm going to (laughs) put (laughs) it on. The Great White North of Albuquerque. (laughs) As you say this, Albuquerque's not to know. No. Colorado, you missed it. (laughs) No. New Canada. Colin, you missed it. It's got a ride. I have to live with that now. <laughs> that is pretty dang far. Uh, so, what brings you? What brings you to the sewers of Halcyon City? Why are you southern now? Cause the GM forgot what Daxton he was doing before. <laughs> looking to sign up. Looking to join the cause, eh? Viva Revolution, eh? Uh, both of her eyes stops. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> this is stupid. This is all stupid. We need to throw this start in it. <laughs> uh, both of her eye stalks sort of look at you and it's just sort of narrow a little bit. And um, she she's eyeing you really dang close. Uh, she goes, "Oh really? And uh, what what exactly?" are you hoping to achieve with this little revolution you want to join up in, huh? Oh, we're taking the surface for ourselves. Tired of being pushed around by the surface dwellers. Any kind of action that can be brought against them is action where we're going to support. I need to figure out how, uh, like, I know there's a way to that, um, helping people works. Supporting supporting NPC. Teamwork, 174, maybe? Characters can help each other out on actions. There are two versions of helping in fate. Combining skills for when you are all putting the same kind of effort into an action, like using physique together to push over a crumbling wall. And stacking advantages for when the group is setting a single person up to do well, like causing multiple distractions so one person can use stealth to get into a fortress. 
When you combine skills, figure out who has the highest skill level among the participants. Each other participant who has at least an average in the same skill adds a plus one to the highest person's skill level, and then only the lead character rolls. So if you have three helpers and you're the highest, you roll your skill level with a plus three bonus. If you fail to roll a combined skill, all of the participants share in the potential costs. Whatever complication affects only one character affects all of them, or everyone has to take consequences. Alternatively, you can impose a cost that affects all characters the same. Okay. Uh, when you stack advantages, each person takes a create an advantage action, as usual, and gives whatever free invocations they get to a single character. Remember that multiple free invocations from the same aspect can stack. All right. So, Ape, you have at least plus one to deceive. Uh, oh, no, it's who has the higher we need to yeah, figure out. Yeah, I know, out. I know so but I'm, I'm trying to figure out, how, like, if you get, like, because the uh, the thing is, you only get additional points to the roll when they have at least a plus one. Yes, so the question is, Ape, what's your deceive score? Uh, one. Okay, mine is also one, so either of us can roll it and we'll get a plus one. I guess I can't really lie, considering I'm not talking. Yeah, you're a mute. I mean, you can... You well no. Body language is a thing. True. This body <laughs> I language. I do is have a thing. the highest deceive, actually. <laughs> okay. So in this case, it it wouldn't necessarily be uh, staying quiet so much as just at one particular moment you say the one thing that uh, makes this person believe everything else. All right. So you can roll with a plus two then. There, uh, squares, Chloe. Uh, okay, I guess I'll just roll and we'll add plus two to the result then. So yep. that'll work then? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, let me actually do it instead of dragging it. Uh, well then, how does six, six do? Six, well, six. well, I'll tell you how it does. Fantastic. Well, <laughs> wins by one. Wins by one, so... Good enough. I can tell you the one thing I say then. Alright, what's the one thing you say? I look Mima dead in the eyes. The eyes, eyes, not not the not the nose hole or the ear hole eyes. Okay. And I say, they burned down my forest. Mima immediately softens up and then moves over to you and gives you a fucking huge hug. I mm, now it's dart out of the way. Very small. Not <laughs> not. I am made of outside skeleton. Do not touch. <laughs> uh, she says, all right, all right, that's fair. I should have asked permission first, but that that is just the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, we can get you on through to to see the calm chameleon. Uh, I think right now he's uh, meeting up with Blink, so we should, uh, I don't want to interrupt that meeting. But uh, you're, you're free to stay here and enjoy the warmth and hospitality of our people. I feel so bad hey. about lying. Hey, look. These people are fascists. Don't feel bad about literally anything we're doing to them. I mean... Fair? Kinda? Uh, of course, I might change my tune on that in five minutes when we discover they're actually hyper-oppressed. But that'll be in five minutes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they could have just been led into fascism by an by an overzealous leader. 
uh, after after suffering years of oppression. Yeah, and I think that's what Colin just set us up to find out by having us chill here in this community cistern for a bit. Yeah, that that is maybe why I made the Malcolm X reference as opposed to David Duke. We're going to find out that the sewer mutants have been allowed on the surface since like the 1840s, but just nobody bothered to tell them. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you can, uh, y'all can hang around and talk to some sewer mutants. Uh, so, who wants to hang out and find out about the sewer mutants and their whole way of life first? I, I raised my hand. Okay. Me, All right. Me. Pick me. Teacher. Teacher. Cat, go for it. Okay. I'm going to find somebody who looks like they don't have a lot of friends. Hmm. Any given one of us. <laughs> you turn and talk to Penny. <laughs> <laughs> you see a tall dog man? He's like, he's like very tall. He's about as tall as Meemaw is. Um, for that, like goes from like brown and like fades into gray uh he's got like a sort of hyena sort of style hairdo going down his from his head down to his back it's um, big scrappy do he's come back to us <laughs> bobbin's not gonna get that joke bobbin's not gonna get that joke unless he's listened to the uh to the vampire stuff just didn't play in it but uh but yeah he he's sort of just like hanging out in the corner uh like sitting on a bucket, your guess, uh, and just like flicking a like playing with a coin uh, between his big clawed fingers. Oh, hey there, bud. How you doing? Uh, you know, that seems useful. Hmm. You you from Halcyon? Yeah. Sounds like you aren't though. No, no, no. From way up north. We're, uh, a pals and I are here to help out with the cause. Yeah, that's good. Maybe soon we'll get be able to get out of this dump. Yeah, I was I was wondering because you know, you know cross na- national borders and things change. Why uh, like, why are you all down here? Like I know why we were down there up there, but what about you guys? <laughs> down there up there um uh he goes well turns out when you look like a bunch of freaks you kind of don't get along pretty well with the people who don't look like a bunch of freaks so they sort of make a bunch of laws against your people that uh that sort of force you down to where you're the only place you can go really immediate mental note to have Williamson look into that horseshit it really is going to turn out that that was just like an old law that never it's like when more superheroes started showing up everybody got used to it and then nobody bothered to let the super let the sewer mutants know oh I guess we're cool with you guys now ape I swear to god if you keep looking at my campaign notes <laughs> That and the super uh, the superheroes never went and reformed the, the the police system. So, you know, 
You know, I can't help but think it would be easier here in this city, what with all the freaks flying around up top. He just sort of shrugs and he's like, I don't know, most of them look normal enough, so. Oh, most of them, maybe, but there's a couple of them. You've seen this, uh, I almost, I almost started describing Craig, but green. <laughs> so the Hulk. <laughs> I don't think we've actually established any heroes who would be like, what's that? What's that one playbook? Oh, the transformed. If you want to pull an example. Yeah, there's the a fish man with a sandwich shop. Well, yeah, but I mean, you say that, but uh, on the way down here, uh, we got sandwiches and it was run by this like froggy dude. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to need you to roll deceive because there's no like, because <laughs> he would find it extremely suspicious that sewer mutants would be allowed to just walk around on the surface for an extended period of time. Now, to be fair, again, their empathy score is crap. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's good, because I'm rolling at a plus one here. So that's a two. That's a minus one. You succeed with style. Excellent. So not only does he not catch your lie, he completely believes you. And he goes, it's not a lie. We could have conceivably gotten sandwiches before going on the mission. This is true. <laughs> um, he goes, really? It's like a fish dude. Yeah, it's Mr. God. Melts Melts. Yeah, he's got this, uh, you know, like bright turquoise skin, and he's it's like a Finn Mohawk kind of deal. Runs this cute little melt joint in the middle of town. What's a melt? So it's it's like a sandwich, but oh. you heat it up a lot. Oh, okay. What's a sandwich? No, no, he's not gonna ask what a sandwich is, but he's gonna say, I didn't know you could do that to a sandwich. Most of the time, when I get a sandwich, the bread's kind of soggy, so doesn't oh, eat up yeah. very well. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, look, look. Maybe once we take over, I'll take you to his place, and I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a melt there, friend. Ah, uh, no, he's gonna be executed for being a class traitor. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, tape. <laughs> I'm tempted to make that cannon. <laughs> he starts to say that, and he's like, no, no, he's got a useful skill. We'll, sit, we'll spare him, probably. <laughs> the revolution won't need sandwich makers. <laughs> hey, hey. All armies march on their stomachs, even weird mutant armies. Like, on one part, on one hand, he's a class trader. On the other hand, he's a worker. Anyway, uh, who wants to do... Let's, who wants to? Yeah, let's swing over to someone else. Yeah, who wants to interact with another mutant? Well, I could potentially uh, overhear a conversation. Okay, so, Bobbin, you want to overhear a conversation. So, uh, go ahead and roll me investigate. No, notice. It would be, no, it would be notice, actually, because you're trying to overhear, not... Like, and I know you're trying to like specifically find something out, but huh. you're not. Yeah. Hmm? Huh. Wow. I would like to invoke an aspect. 
Okay, which one? Uh, well, I am a sapient colony of nanites that became a superhero. I am good at appearing innocuous and uh, recording audio, audio and visual information. So right, clearly, yeah. I could not have rolled four minuses. <laughs> you couldn't have gotten a negative two. Yeah. So go ahead and re-roll that. I, I know that's what you're going for. Is a re-roll. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Much better instead than a plus you, two. Than almost literally get, the exact opposite. Uh, almost the exact fucking opposite. Uh, at that point, you uh, succeed with style, honestly, and... It's, it's not a conversation so much that you overhear, but what you do see is this frog lady. Uh, she like it's, it's not 100% frog. Um, there's there's like some fins on the head that look like ears. There's also a, a prehensile tail that she's using to like hold a really old portable TV, like the, the kind that um, used to use like the antenna and would only like play in black and white. Um, it's got some stuff attached to it, so that way it doesn't have to work with, like, an antenna. It's in, like, probably some sort of, like, signal booster, so that way it can get through the sores. And, um, she's just, like, turning the knobs to, like, try and find the, uh, the proper, uh, TV stations. And she looks a little worried about something. All right. Um, can I figure out what she's attempting to do? I mean, with a with a five, you can tell that she's just trying to go through the channels to try and find something. But without talking to her, you don't know exactly what uh, what you are trying to find. All right. I am going to send off a little bead of myself to sneak into the back of the TV and fix it. I will I will say this. Uh, you not, You don't even need to roll. It's not so much that it's broken it is that uh she's trying to find it it's it works perfectly it's that she's trying to find something and with without knowing what she's looking for like you're not going to be able to like do this you're you in order to like help her you're going to have to go talk to her in that case the beat of myself that i sent over to the tv is going to impersonate a help program Okay. So it turns out that what she found is a smart TV. <laughs> and uh, at, at some point it just says, you seem like you are attempting to find a specific channel. Would you like assistance? Uh, a smart TV with rabbit ears. Yes. <laughs> I love it. She, it's retro styled. This is the 2020s. Even the sewer mutants don't have CRTs anymore. <laughs> uh, she goes, huh, that's weird. My TV never asked me if I wanted help before. But um, tur- she turns it around trying to like find out what the how to operate this. And she goes, yes, she just says and like starts like poking at the screen because like literally She's owned this thing for years. It's, it's never done this before. What the fuck? Welcome to Firmware Update 2.3. <laughs> I see that you have connected your device to a local Wi-Fi station. 
Oh, 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 okay. Sure. She's still poking at it, not... Uh, she's like, news about my sons. News about boys. News about criminals. Uh... So just in the middle Great of... Great British break-off. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just in the middle of the pile of shit that is the rest of my body, my smartphone is actively looking up what she's saying just for reference, but I, I do, of course, have to ask her, please state the name of the people you are looking for. What I will say is that you do need to roll for this. Um, you can either roll deceive or rapport, whichever is higher. Rapport. I have okay. rapport. Okay. Go ahead and roll it. Two. <laughs> she says, uh, Sam, Jimmy, Jonathan, and Ted. Last name, please. None. None. Searching for those names you said. <laughs> Doe. It's it's the Boom Brothers. It's literally the Boom Brothers, except it's, I guess Slick's name is Jonathan. Yes. All right. Yes. So even if I don't know this, Nikolai would. So yeah, I, I do actively look up information on uh, what stage they are in in terms of criminal processing. Yeah, uh, it's, it's still fairly early. Like, there's still probably some horseshit about, like, getting the charges, like, the full amount of charges, like, on them and, like, getting them a state-represented lawyer because there's no way in hell that um, any lawyer worth their salt is going to represent for actual terrorists. That is what public defenders are for. Terrorists with with zero money. Hey, quick question. Are the Boom Brothers adults? Like, are they of age? No. Are they, they being are, charged as minors or they adults? Are, they are going to be charged as minors, but they still committed acts of terrorism. Alright, just checking. Okay. Um, but yeah, you, you pull up the Boom Brothers and uh Sam. Ted, Jimmy, Slick, Doe, are currently in jail. Awaiting execution. Awaiting charges filed. Would you like to know the address of the jail? Yes, yes, and then I can get, uh, I can get Blink in, the, in, in Karma Chameleon. We can go break them out. All right. Uh, in that case, I <laughs> a provide her with that information and b send a text <laughs> to the DHEA. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe increase security on Boom Brothers. Yeah, uh, alert alert them to the um, potential incursion. And uh, she says, "Thank you, Weird TV. That's literally never done this before. You." This the best news I've gotten all day. Now updating firmware to version 2.4. It appears to be a rollback. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed talking to me. You will never hear my voice again. <laughs> all these moments lost like tears in the rain. <laughs> 
goodbye. I love you. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go next? Uh, we've still got Ape and... Yes. All right, Ape. This is my turn. Shit, I don't actually know what I want to... And there's... It's, it's an entire small community down here. There's a lot of things that you can do. Uh, I'm just going to find somebody. I don't know. I'll, I'll find, like... I'm going to, like, pretend I'm really eager to go to war or battle into, like... I'm going to find... See if I can find, like, an armory or something. I'm trying to judge up what, you know... So, you don't really find an armory, per se. Um, it seems like most of these sewer mutants have at probably some sort of natural ability that helps them fight that don't require weapons. But, um... And most of the ones that you do see wielding weapons are guys holding broken beer bottles or, like, just clubs or two-by-fours that they found. Uh, there's, like, one person holding just, like, a piece of, like, really rusted rebar. I have never seen non-rusty rebar. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it exists. <laughs> but, you know, you, you do find... I will give you... You find a group of uh, mutants who are also, like, fairly excited to to go to battle. One of them's, like, holding, like, a plunger that they've shoved a shiv into to make, like, a makeshift, like, tiny spear. <laughs> just a very just tiny... Just a bigger shiv? Yeah, just, just a longer shiv. I, I think the technical word for tiny spear is sword. <laughs> but, yeah, he, um... He heard that he heard that range was important in battle, so he just shoved a chip into a plunger handle. Just badly taped to it. <laughs> the plunger's still on the other end. <laughs> no, no, he at least took took that off. Um, but yeah, you do see you do see them like uh, just like talking about you know just various things. So are you gonna go join them? I just kind of like stride up to them. Call me an eager beaver, but I sure do want to stick it to the humans. Uh, one of them. <laughs> How do you do, fellow supermutants? <laughs> one of them. One of them who is li the guy who's holding the shiv on the plunger stick, who is literally a beaver person. He's like, "Don't worry, I don't take any offense to that." I didn't see it, and I regret my actions. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's just a turn of phrase. I'm not going to get mad. I apologize regardless. No, I it's, didn't it's, mean to offend. Oh, it's, it's no offense taken. That's a pretty good plunger shift there. Thank you. I made it myself. Took me weeks to find tape. Do you know how often someone flushes down tape? Give you an answer. Not very often. Hmm. One more reason why we need to take back the surface, huh? Uh, they all nod in agreement. Uh, the the bug man in the handout is there. Uh, and for people who can't see the handout, uh, it's it's a average sized humanoid figure. He's got four arms, like kind of scale. It's like his everything from his neck down is like kind of scaly and uh, and like ends in claws. Um, he's got an insectoid like abdomen and then also like a mantis like head that is just has like ridges on the top. You pretty sure he could gore someone pretty well with those if like he like got them like pinned up against the wall and just like moved his head up and down like he was nodding. That would probably hurt like like hell. Uh and he nods and he goes, 
yeah, we're uh, we're all looking forward to being able to see the sun. That's gonna be a hell of a thing. So not to pry into your business there, but I heard the last excursion didn't go too terribly well. The the beaver man says, oh, the Boom Brothers, they were they're young and eager. They weren't too experienced. We are we're pretty experienced though. We're we're we got strength in um what's the what's the word? Numbers. Yeah, we got we got strength in numbers and the and the insect man nods and he's the like school system down here is terrible. <laughs> the, the 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 insect man nods and he goes yeah uh we figure we'll just rush them all at once there's like i don't know a bunch of us down here they can't stop us all so we're just gonna do one big coordinated assault i thought we were kind of a you know a run and gun like rule tactics kind of deal i mean yeah for now but eventually when we've, like, destroyed a bunch of their infrastructure and weakened their armies, then... Oh, I get it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Soften yeah. them up and then just go for that finishing blow there. Yeah, the coup exactly. d'etat. <laughs> you said that weird, but I think I know what you mean. <laughs> okay. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk to them about, or are you just going to be I like... I love this. <laughs> Can we... I love this thing that I've done. So, it... <laughs> it looks like you guys are kind of planning for an... Uh... Assault right now, or are we just gathering around swapping stories? Uh, Karma Chameleon says that there is a bunch of surfacers who try, who tried who stopped him from blowing up that bank, but uh, and so he's saying that they might come down here and follow him because you know it's that surfacers they can be they can be sneaky and wily, so they're so he's he's planning for the worst but hoping the best, you know. Gosh, do you think they do that? Uh, I mean, for everything I've heard about Surface Dweller, yeah, they do that. Why well, must be awful. They must be just the worst people. They are. They are, my friend. Well, I hope you never meet them. I hope I do, so that way we can punch them! Okay, well... Revised statement, then. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Alright. Okay, and then Chloe. You know, I'm just gonna hang out with Meemaw, actually. Okay, sure. I'm just gonna, uh, how long have you been down here? I forgot her fucking voice, again. Uh, oh, all my life. Vaguely, vaguely Southern. Oh, all my life. All my life. (laughs) Irish there for a second. (laughs) Oh. Jesus Christ! I can't get I can't get into the group. No, no, no. Accent, you know what it is? It's her that's accent. That's part of her. That's part of her mutation. It's her accent. It's just, it's just, it's just all over the place all the time. She has like multiple vocal cords. Yeah, there we go. She got to sw- she's got to switch them out. Sometimes they get kind of tired. <laughs> oh, I've lived down here all my life. God damn it! <laughs> just go with it, Colin. Okay. Just, sorry, I was just thinking about the old country. <laughs> Once we take back the surface, we're gonna go and stomp the fucking British into <laughs> They deserve it, though. Anyway. This is why I don't have an accent. <laughs> yes, the answer is all her life. You were born down here? She nods and she goes, Yeah, there's a, there's just a huge community of us who live down here all our lives, and uh, we're just 
you know, it's hard. You know, we don't see the sun very often, and you know, when we do, it's in very short bursts, and uh, and it's, it's just, you know, it's hard. So, when the Karma Chameleon promised something better, well, a lot of us is jumping at the opportunity. Uh, I, I, I get it. I mean, I've I didn't actually grow up in a sewer. I grew up in a fo- in a forest in in Nova Scotia. But it it burned down and I met the other two while I was traveling. People don't really like you know, like me. There's not a lot of people like me. So I I get it. It's a little frustrating, isn't it? It is. It is. And I know how you are. I know what you mean. Uh, there's... It's... You saying that there's only one you is true in maybe a literal sense, but also in, like, the cosmic sense. There's only one of you, and you are precious and... I wish that the surface people could see that and that they could accept you for who you are and for who everyone around here is. And she just sort of like gestures vaguely at, um, at just everybody. She goes, but when they, they banished us down here in the, before the depression start kicked in. So, uh, so you know, we've tried living down here, and it's hard, and it's rough, but you know, I get the sense that we're all family, and that family has to stick together. Colin, I cannot fight these mutants. I love them too much. <laughs> it's almost like I made them a little sympathetic. Quit making me sympathize with people. <laughs> Wait. I don't know a lot of history, but you've been down here since before the Depression. And I've only heard about all of you recently, though. Is the... Did something change recently? I guess there's more of us. I guess it's all those superheroes that have been popping up in the 50s, making it a little more obvious that we're down here. But, you know, it's just... You know, when they when they shove you down here and they don't think about you anymore, then, well, that's that. So, Karma Chameleon decided, well, let's make them think about us. Yeah. I think you're right. Guys, I'm switching sides. Sorry, I'm joining the mutants. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a terrorist now. Welcome to the criminal life. At that point, um, from one of the uh, one of the break-offs in the cistern, uh, walks around. It's kind of hard to tell, uh, because when you look at him. You're not just looking at like one of them. You're looking at a bunch of him flickering oh. around. 
And from the images that you can kind of see eventually, you're looking at like this lizard dragon crocodilian man with like extremely sharp teeth, um, very small horns. They seem to be more like ornamental or like used for last minute defense more than they are like for function. Um, but devil Joe, but uh, he is essentially flickering around. Like imagine Dungeons and Dragons displacer beast, but with a crocodile man instead. Got it. He walks. He walks around the corner, and uh, Mima goes, "Oh, Blink's done his meeting with the boss. So, I guess we can go introduce you." And then, um, oh boy! And then she calls for all the new guys uh, to to follow up, and um, Mima walks with uh, Blink and says, "You might want to come back uh, with us just in case." But um. But uh, I don't see us needing to fight these guys too too much. And uh, Blink just sort of goes, uh, "You're the boss," and walks with you to, through a small tunnel and leads you into like a part of the sewer that seems to have been like broken off and like made bigger as like a bedroom slash war room. And in there is the Karma Chameleon uh, looking over a really, like, soiled and dirty map of the city. And, uh... I want it to be known, Colin, that mm -hmm. once we actually start, like, walking, mm -hmm. I start counting my steps. Okay. At this point, I would also begin my infiltration. Okay. Alright, um... Flat screen TV just kind of clunking its way in. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. It grows legs, like tentacle legs. It's the new breed, the techno-mutant. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, you're counting your steps. Uh, Nikolai is doing his thing as well. Um, so you're seeing the... And you see the Karma Chameleon, like, looking over... A, uh, a map, and he looks up, and he goes, Mima, and uh, she goes, she goes, oh, we've got some new recruits here, for, uh, potentials for you, and uh, gestures towards you guys, guises in your disguise, disguises. Us guises in our disguises? Yep. You guys oh, in your disguises. Us disguised people. So, what do you do? Wave politely. All right. He waves back and he goes, So you want in? Yeah, we're tired of the surface dwellers pushing us around. We want what's rightfully ours. Okay. So uh, I need you guys to roll deceive. Well, I need somebody to roll deceive. Can we have the person who's good at deceive roll deceive again? I'll roll deceive. Okay, get yourself a plus two. How about a five? Five. five. Okay. Um, roll empathy, terrorist. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't exactly roll. Remember. Sorry. Oh yeah, horseshit yeah, numbers. This horseshit numbers. Uh, but 
Poltergeist got a good number in uh, Poltergeist's current position because I once again randomized the uh, the positions. So he's at minus one. He has no fucking empathy to see through lies. So he that is. Uh, I mean, he bought into fascism. So. <laughs> so that is um. That is succeed with style. Uh, I will give you an aspect uh, of um, bought it hook, line, and sinker, so you'll get an advantage uh, that you can that you can manipulate towards your advantage. And he goes, "All right, yeah, seems seems like a fair game. Uh, we're planning something right now. We're planning something big right now. If you want to take if you want to take a part in it." Oh, absolutely. Uh, so he'll lead you over and he says, right now we're under a big, big build building. This guy fancies himself a security expert. Oh, no. hmm. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and then he goes, so, the plan isn't to blow the whole thing down. Instead, we're gonna we're gonna go in, get some of his good gear, sneak out before anybody can can catch us. What's this guy's name? Fuck if I care. That's a weird one. <laughs> you know, you think that if they were gonna be the normative group, then they would have names that aren't just fucking ridiculous. You think. Another reason the humans need to be stopped. That's no name for a security company. I missed the name of this security company, but I'm just going to assume it's Silver Security. It is. Okay. Like he, I heard he security. I just... they're, making a, they're making a joke about what he did say. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, he said, fuck if I care. I got it. All right. So, so he goes, all right. So we're trying to figure out where exactly these things are going to be held all of our people, you know, they kind of stick out like sore thumbs and kind of hard to do a stealth operation when you look like this compared to them. So, is there anything that you can bring to the table that would help us? Oh. I get big old pinchers. Big old pinchers could work. Proboscis thing. Okay. Oh, um, so we are like disguised. We have poltergeist's hollow disguises on. Yes. Which means we are actually in costume. So I have all of my materials. So I am going to swap the sound absorption of a little piece of material in one of my pouches in the bottom of my feet. So okay. I just like walk around for a bit, and it's it's the sound of frog feet hitting the ground and then like oh, I can do this and then I walk around a little more and it's perfectly silent he goes hmm, okay are you good at hiding at least because that could come in handy um, not being seen and not being heard so I I swap the stickiness the ad adhesion like I I'm a little bit tired right now, so I can't come up with the yeah. perfect word, but you get it. Of another little bit inside that I have in a glass vial with the palms of my gloves, and I just climb up the wall and sit on the ceiling. 
He goes, all right. I am in position. You are currently on top of me. <laughs> he goes, all right, yeah, that could, that'll work. That'll work real well. Stealth, we got a guy who can, I don't know, rip handles off the vault. What about you? He points to, uh, to Mothman there. While he is... Ah. Have I gotten the impression that these guys have, like, enhanced senses? It depends on the mutant. Uh... The ones in the room with me. The, the ones in oh, the ones in the room with you. Let me take a look here. Um, you have a. It's not that his senses his senses are enhanced, but you can tell from when you can actually like see his face. Blink's fairly observant and is just like keeping an eye on you all, just in case this is some sort of extended ruse, which it is, but. What I'm mostly looking for is, do any of them have super hearing? Oh, um, no. That, that okay. you can tell. So I'm gonna just like, like make like I'm wiping at my nose and then under my breath talk at Nikolai. We're breaking into silver security. They're hyper fucked and we're gonna hyper fuck them even harder. Just wanted to keep Nikolai abreast of the plan. Okay. I know my thing. Okay, what's your thing? I've decided our little moth friend is selectively mute. Um, I I mimic, like, cover your eyes, and I do this thing where I sort of angle my... I land on the ground and angle my wings in a certain way, and they catch the light, and I basically use my ability to bend light to make a flash bomb. Okay. Yeah, uh, so he goes, all right, all right, that's nice. They lay like their light up there, so that'll be even bigger up there. All right, and what about you? Giant pile of detritus. (laughs) What? You're clearly not talking about me because I have infiltrated the room by essentially becoming a slightly lumpier part of oh, the okay, ceiling. Oh, okay, okay. Alright, so there's only three. Okay, okay, okay. I thought for some reason, <laughs> like, you were going, like, for a sentient pile of shit, so... There, 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 no, there have been... No. I have seen... I have seen campaigns where sentient pile of shit is a character. Yeah. Shit elemental. <laughs> That's every character I make. You hush. Okay, mom. All right, so uh, so he goes. All right, yeah, we can we can do that. All right. Uh, so he go, looks at Blink and Mima, and he goes, Mima, you stay down here, take care of everybody, take care of everyone. And she goes, it's what I do best. And uh, he, and uh, Carmen Chameleon goes, Blink, you're with us. And uh, Blink just nods, says, I'll be better if I stick in their hall, stick in their hallways. And he goes, Yeah, yeah, I, I know. You're better at finding confined spaces. That's great. Um, we can plan around that. All right. So, if everyone, if everyone's ready, I am actually good to go right now. Let's fuck them up, eh? Um, and so he leads you deeper into the sewers, and eventually stops uh, at a part of the built of the um 
of the sewers and looks around and just like starts pulling at a uh, bit of wall and it slides and you find yourself in like one of the basements of silver security itself um it's like a storage room in a in the basement it's really and it's still dark in here there's like things covered up by like she by like sheets and uh and just like that plastic that you uh like shrink wrap uh stuff in and he starts trying to lead you all through and he is going to roll stealth now here's the thing does anybody want to try and help him or you want to do your own roll because he has plus three in stealth and if you want to just play along until it's most advantageous to not play along anymore uh, he might have the best stealth out of anybody here. My stealth well, he is zero. Definitely doesn't. He does not have the best stealth out of anyone here. But oh. no, I'm not going to help him. Okay. I actually have an, a different idea of what I would be doing at this time. Okay. Using our um, Clockwork Futures communication system, I would at least suggest to the rest of the group that I could go ahead, uh, warn Silver Security, and get some of the guys together to create a welcome party for them. Yeah, I, I was going to just like, the second we got in there, I'm sure I know that building front to back by now. I was just going to tell Silver Skeleton which room we were in, but you can get them started early. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. In that case, go ahead and roll me rapport, I'll say. Uh, just to see just like how much they it motivates them to move as fast as you want them to and um, combined with combined with switches like uh, aspect of uh, being basically silver skeleton like really close to silver skeleton I would just give you an automatic plus two to that protege maybe yeah protege all right. Well, uh, I rolled kind of crap, so plus two is welcome. Yep. Uh, so that's one. Um, so they'll start getting. I would also like to just also spend a fate point, invoke, defend those who need defending, and uh, bring that up to a nice solid plus three. Okay. God, you guys are actually actively fucking over the Karma Chameleon's uh, roles right now, which is good. <laughs> Get shit on, loser. It's not that the idea. Yeah. Yeah, but like the... <laughs> Alright, so... As he, st he starts moving and then he goes, actually, I don't feel too good about this one. And then he looks at... Uh, he looks at the couple of you and... Um, he realizes he has an he has a sneak expert, and he goes, "You go up front, scout ahead, see what they see what they've got." I over my heart, which mm -hmm. I do on the wrong side. <laughs> Maybe it is the right side for whatever mutant you are. Yes, that's that's a joke. Uh, and I will climb up through the little hole. All right. Um, so as you scout ahead, uh, that with a plus three was was it a plus three or an, what? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm trying. I'm trying to. It was, oh, it was a, yeah, three. yeah. Minus with one a, plus four. Yeah, minus one plus four. So three with a three. Um, 
you can definitely see that uh, the silver security guys were are getting ready. Um, there's nothing super important down here, so you have to go up a couple floors before uh, you before you see anybody. But you told them, hey, they're going after weapons, and so they're going to go protect like the experimental weapons and like the regular armory as well. Yeah, and but then also like when we get in, I. Uh, do another material swap and soundproof the fuck out of my mask mm -hmm. so that I can dictate a text message to send directly to Calvert. Like, we are coming in through hallway D48. Okay. He sends back a text message understood. Uh, he, he never sends emojis. He is the kind of person who would rather die than ever send a single solitary emoji to anyone. Yeah, exceptionally weird to get even so much as a thumbs up from him. <laughs> yeah, I'm, t I'm telling him that. So like he and Tasha and maybe Franklin can show up. God, Franklin would just absolutely fucking ruin the chameleon. <laughs> assuming the chameleon's actually cold-blooded. Oh, I haven't, I haven't come up with stats for a Franklin, but man, being like, getting to dictate where, like, which, like, getting to rearrange his uh, fucking dice at will, like, just to say no, the plus and the the plus is here and the minus is here, would be cool, but I think way too situational to to do. <laughs> Um, no, I, I'm I'm talking about Cold Snap, the guy with the freeze ray. Oh, fr okay, okay. I was thinking the um. All right, yeah, that makes sense. Which would not play well with a cold-blooded animal. Correct. All right. Um. So yeah, uh, you get you get a text back uh from Calvert that says understood, and uh, and Franklin does give a thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> Tasha unfortunately is not in the city right now uh, turns out she's busy all right uh, i'm actually going to uh coordinate with calvert i'm gonna say these guys are using me as the advanced scout part the seas for me so that we can crash the waves around them uh he gives you a fairly detailed plan uh, like like involving the layout of the building saying like go up this way go over this way you'll encounter minor resistance so that way it looks believable uh make sure he does not kill them i would hate to explain to i would hate to explain that to their families understood and then with that exchange finished i can take the soundproofing off and get back down into the hole and like wave everybody up all right all right, so uh, Carmen Chameleon's going to uh, lead the way, and... Well, he won't lead the way. He'll let you lead the way, because you were the one who was doing the scouting. So he'll, he will follow you once, uh, once you've motioned everyone to come up. And I'm going to follow our dictated path. All right. And when you get there, um, you've... It's going to take him a while to realize what's going on. And he says, is what was 
Was he rolling against a difficulty? Yes, he was rolling against a difficulty. Um, because he's he studied the layout of this of this uh building fairly well in preparation for this. Um, well, layout in giant quotation marks. Um, who knows roughly the area that would be going that he would be going to, and uh. Like, he might not know exactly where, like, he would have to, like, follow signs eventually, but he's like, he's like, you're taking us the wrong way. I'm, oh, I'm, sure. I? I'm yeah. sorry, I was just, I, I, I don't actually know the layout of this building too good. I was just leading to the place with the least amount of people. Just trying to keep us not caught. Alright, um, so go ahead and roll me Deceive. All right. A zero. And, uh, okay, so he still doesn't. That's still a minus two for him because you didn't. <laughs> of didn't course, actually... it doesn't seem like it's actually really good for him. The thing is, it is, it is when we roll well. Yeah. The, the better we roll, the the stronger he is. And so, if we get a bunch of middling or bad rolls, then he's either dependent on his bonuses or fucked. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it also depends on which ones we roll terribly. Yeah, it, it does depend on which ones you roll terribly. So, um, he goes, alright, see if you can find a safe way, uh, th that particular way. And he just, like, points you com complete wrong direction that Silver Skeleton told you to, uh, lead him to. All right, I sort of herd the rest of the group into a closet so that they're out of the way. And then I'll, like, go down the hall, turn a couple of corners, do the mask switch again, and dictate out another set of text. Can't take this path anymore. We are heading to X-43. Get people ready to intercept us before we get there. We are currently at... I'm tired of making up room yeah, numbers. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Uh, he, you get an uh, un understood. Franklin and I will will be held up a little bit. We are. There's no easy way for us to get there from here. I will be there momentarily. Uh, and I assume we work out another like optimal route to take. Yes. Cool. Um. And eventually, uh, when you lead them there, you run into, uh, I will say, three silver security guards. I will say this about the silver security guards. They are good nameless NPCs, which are the same level that the Boom Brothers were at. For reference, um, DHEA agents I have made as, I forget what the, they are fair nameless NPCs. And then there's like, standard nameless NPCs. Um, so the DHEA troopers are a step above that one, and then the silver security guards are even a step above them. So uh, they are there, and they have their weapons trained on them, and Karma Chameleon looks directly at you, Switch, and he goes, God damn it, you let us into a trap! And uh, starts rushing at one. Uh, Can we say that I was also present? Or do I have to get there? Uh, hmm. Because basically, I, after um, 
splitting off from the group, I have been coordinating with Silver Security, so I would be one of the, the big guys um, preparing the ambush along with... Yeah, yeah, Stuart. like you... You've you've been saying this entire time that it's like you are doing this and setting it up. So I will allow that. Yes. If this was something that you were pulling out of your ass right now, I would have said no. But you've been fairly communicative about wanting to set this up. So you are fine with doing that. Yeah. So along with three silver security soldiers, there's me back in full superhero mode with that... Um, disapproving Superman pose. <laughs> Alright, uh, so Karma Chameleon is going to go after the Silver Security guys. Um, I'm gonna, at this point, I'm going to bring up the turn order and add Silver Security to them and Silver Security and Blink. Probably also take off the Boom Brothers. Yeah. Alright, so who wants to go first? Uh, by the way, just like kind of hyper incidentally, this just occurred to me. Hmm. It's like a bit of setting detail. Is Mayor Blackmore still contracting out Silver Security? Yes. For bodyguard work? Yes. Um, is, Five years later? Really? Uh, Silver, Silver Skeleton reached a couple of deals with her. Or, excuse me, reached a couple of deals with them. Okay. I yeah. was just curious. Um, they don't need personal protection as much anymore, but uh, but yes, they, they are still contracted out with uh, with Mayor Blackmore. Okay. Right. If I could go first, I would like to shift in front of Karma Chameleon and take the, whatever kind of blows he was aiming at the uh, security officer. Okay. So, um, so that means he will go next. Uh, so... I need you to roll uh, fight for defend while he quote unquote rolls fight for uh, attack. Can I roll physique to defend? Sure. Because I'm, I'm not even trying to block his blows with anything other than my chest. Okay. So go ahead and roll. And then depending on your roll, you might do better. You might do worse. Who knows? Yep. Um... He does exactly the same. So he rolls a two, meaning uh, meaning he failed to hurt you. All right. Okay. So then, uh, Zero and Karmic Chameleon just went. Who wants to go next? Ah, I'll go. Okay. I guess we're staying in disguise for right now, still. So I'm going to flashbang. I guess it's more just flash. Mm -hmm. The uh, silver security guys. Okay. Uh, go ahead and probably like will or crafts or something like that. Who want me yeah. to roll? Right? Uh, well, well, crafts. Honestly, that's that sounds like a thing that you're using your technology for. So, how's a five do? A five? Well, they're gonna try and take. Dot. They're technically going to try and take dives. So, um, all right. So, uh, they're going to have to probably roll physique, which they don't have. So, I'm going to roll that for them real quick. Uh, <laughs> they just wow, roll fucking huh. flat. So, 
Here's the thing about attacking in groups. You can split that. Um, well, actually, you don't have to split that because they're mooks, so you don't. So it's it just moves on from one person to the next. Uh, so one guard will pretend to. You basically get two and a half guards total from from that. So two of them just pretend to be completely blinded and uh, unable to see. And the other one like manages like bring his uh, visor shades up just in time. And guys, when I pretend to be really big using my wings. Yep. Um. And silver security is going to go next, and uh, they're going to fire. Honestly, this one so this one guard is probably going to fire at Blink because they seem like a smaller threat. So uh, they rolled a three total, and then. Blink gets to roll athletics because that's the only thing he's good at. He's good at for doing that. Um, plus one. He gets a two, so he marks. to invoke. I have four. I have three fate points left. I'm going to invoke his uh, aspect of Tunnel Rat, and when they because you guys are fighting in a hallway, so um. So when he fires at him, he just simply starts like running along like the wall and crawling on the ceiling, and uh, and all the silver security guard does is like fire at like the illusions that he's creating. So he doesn't take any damage. Who wants to go next? Yeah, I'll go. I'll do a thing. Okay. Sundog, you're up. So I imagine Robin would relay that the guards like are in on this. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I, if we're still trying to sell like that we're on the like if we're still trying to like sell this idea that we're working together. I guess I can target the guards that are shooting at Blink. Yeah, there's only one guard left though. There's there were three, and then two of them are quote unquote blinded. Yeah, and also because if you know Blink is probably not pulling punches. No, Blink is definitely not pulling punches. So it makes sense to take them out before someone who actually is trying to hurt them takes them out so mm -hmm. i will do that all right uh go ahead and roll fight and they are going to roll fight to defend they're not gonna roll better than i am <laughs> no but it's close uh but they are trying to take a dive so honestly but they like purposefully like let you hit them and then just like pretend to knock that out I imagine I'd rather, you know, it just, I pull punches and they, it's going to like sting probably for a bit, but you know. Right. But I just make a big show of like leaping on the poor one dude left. Yep. Yep. Okay. So yeah. And he will pretend to like go down. Um, so that's all three of them, but they're still dealing with, uh, with like a fucking superhero. So that means it's Karma Chameleon's turn. I know that means it's Blink's turn. Excuse me, Blink hasn't gone. Blink hasn't made like an actual turn yet. So, also Blink, switch. Well, yeah, but I'm um, I'm basically going uh, PC NPC PC NPC for this. So uh, Blink will run up to the superhero and uh, swing his tail at you. So go ahead and roll some sort of defense thing. Again, tanking. Okay. It's what I am best at. Uh, so he 
gets you. Uh, go ahead and mark the first square on your physical stress uh, marker. Oh no, one of four. Yeah, one of four. <laughs> Those add up, though. Uh, so... Next and then they up, go away, though. Yep, and then next up is Switch. Okay, well... I mean, I don't want to reveal the ruse until the other heavy hitters are here, so I... I am going to attack zero. Okay. Like, you know, I I haven't demonstrated any special offensive capabilities. I've just shown myself to be good at sneaking, so I'm just fucking throw my body at them. All right. Go for it. Roll fight. Okay. Uh, I'm not actually trying to hurt zero here. So I think we are both putting on a performance here. I also have fight of two, so how about I give you a plus one to that, since we're cooperating. I mean, it's up to the DM. How do you want to run this one, Colin? Uh, uh, honestly, if you're trying to, like, not actually fight him, I think it would be deceive versus karma chameleon's empathy, which you guys know to know is fairly cracked. All right, uh, what's zero's deceive? <laughs> Zero? Yeah. Okay, because if it was one, then I would get a bonus to this roll. I, I it's know, not. I know. So instead, I get a two. Okay. All right, so two beats negative one. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so you succeed with style. Uh, he is so convinced that he's going to fucking beat this guy okay zero you're up well uh i am being kept busy so perhaps uh switches alter ego could shout uh keep going yeah. hey just go i got this guy you're an unusually tough one aren't you power of frogs eh <laughs> power of slippery little bastard Okay. All right. Uh, I need I need zero now to roll deceive because you are Wait, trying why? to put. I I just I succeeded in my deceive roll. He's... Yeah, th this is all part of the same act. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you succeeded with style, which is the reason why he's not gonna. So yeah, he he's like, yeah, okay. And he just goes for it. Your sacrifice will not be in vain. <laughs> Uh, Poltergeist, you're up. I mean, we're leaving, right? Yeah. All the moves are knocked out, and the hero is... <laughs> we leave! <laughs> yeah, so, he counters over. Yeah, the encounter's over. So, uh, I'll, I'll keep this turn in order, just in case. So yeah, you guys get to, uh... You guys get to the, the big vault, uh, that he was moving towards. And uh, he says, all right, all right, I think this is where it's supposed to be. Um, of note, you know, I drop my disguise now that I'm not part of the group anymore because I'm staying behind to hold the superhero at bay. So I just turn back into regular old Switch and, like, dust off my sleeves. All right, how's, uh, how's the boss doing? He almost here? I believe you are in more direct contact with him than I am. Yeah, it should be of note, he still doesn't really like Zero that much. 
Uh, okay. That's a good point. I'll activate the comms on my mask and be like, Hey boss, you uh, getting here? Because the, the getting is getting good. Uh, he, reply, he replies with, we'll be there momentarily. Oh, bitchin'. Momentarily, he says. Alright, let's, uh, let's get in position to jump him. I uh, know the coordinates for the inside of the vault. <laughs> so I'ma just put me and Zero inside the vault. Yeah, it just happens. I'm not gonna make you roll for it. Alright, so uh, you get to the vault, and um, Karma Chameleon looks at Sundog, and he goes, You, pinchy guy, get in there. Okie dokie. Uh, can I make a fight check against the vault door? Yeah, actually. I've made several uh, st stunts involving characters that are like, you get plus two to inanimate objects or some shit like that. Was that fight or physique? Uh, I can see you going for physique if that's better for you. Nah, there, it's, it's, eh, nah, fight's better. It, okay. it does really depend on your approach. Yeah. If I'm just, like, gonna rip the door open. Uh, oh, if you're just gonna rip the door open, that's gonna be physique. Yeah. Now, if you wanna punch it open. Okay. I punch the door open. Alright, go ahead and roll fight. Knock, Four. knock! Who's there? Me! Me, 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 me. You rolled four Ooh, what's straight. What's this? An door. An important looking door. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you punch open the door, and there is a uh, switch and zero. And there, I'm guessing zero is still doing the disappointing Superman pose. Once again, <laughs> Superman's always so disappointed by everything. Yep. All right, so once again, we have reached the top. Uh, Zero, what do you do? I think I would try to pin down Blink by separating into several uh, individual pieces that... I mean, this thing can probably fool uh, electronic sensors as well as meat eyes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I separate into several pieces that each go after each figment. Okay. Guaranteed to hit at least one. All right, go ahead and uh, roll fight. fight. And he's, he's going to roll. <sighs> he's also going to roll fight. Ah, yes, meat vision. Ah, yes. So, well, to be more precise, I suppose it would be best to call them goo eyes. Okay. So, here's the thing. You succeeded Colin, can you with. Give me permission to kick Bobbin from the call. Uh, <laughs> no, we still have to keep, we still have to finish the se the session. Um, so here's the thing: you succeeded with style, so I'm going to activate his stunt. Should have aimed to the left once per scene. So I did. no, no, this is this is this is me. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Oh, okay, okay. So once per scene. You can spend a fate point to cause any attack roll against you to fail, even after seeing the result of your defense roll. So not only can I only do this once the scene, I have to spend a fate point. I asked people, they said that between the fate point and the once per scene, it's fairly balanced. So we can't do this again, even with more fate points. So 
you look like you get him, and then you realize, oh shit, you got one of the illusions, and uh, he is... I got all of the illusions. Yeah, you aimed at everything that wasn't him. This is highly improbable. <laughs> yeah, you might even say it was... Destiny. <laughs> I get it. Keep in mind, I'm down to one fate point. I'm not counting the two different fights as a different scene. I'm I'm being fair here. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, so it's Karma Chameleon's turn, and he is going to take a look at. He doesn't like the fact that Superman just keeps showing up, so he's gonna uh, swing his tail at Superman. Uh, so go. So, Zero, I need you to uh, roll me plus fight. Physique again? Uh, or physique, yeah. Uh, you have to be a three. All right. Um, no, I'll, I'll take it. Just okay, yeah, so mark, so yeah, mark your third um, physical stress. Well, you said he th- rolled a three, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it would be two. That's right. It's the difference. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, he, uh, he hits you, and then it actually does... Hurt, it manages to get through quite a bit. Like you, you are like shoved into like a wall or something. Poltergeist, your turn. So I guess the jig is up then, huh? Kinda, maybe a little bit. You it's don't not know that, that yet. the jig is up. It's that the time has come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the jig might not be up because it might have just been that the superhero escaped Frag. Which is my alter ego's name, by the way. Okay. And got here Good first thought. somehow. Uh, right, I just mean like, I don't know, this now seems like the best time to do this? Okay. I don't know, I don't. We kind of have a surprise round right now, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I'm gonna turn, I'm gonna create an advantage is what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, I, I, I sort of already said what I wanted to say. I'm going to create an advantage, and that advantage is uh, I'm going to turn gravity sideways. That's the thing I can do, right? Yeah, yeah, you can turn gravity sideways. Uh, that one, yeah. Um, just for blink, though. I'm just uh, I'm turning gravity sideways for blink. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you turn gravity sideways for blink. Uh, I'm going to need you to roll, probably crafts, and he's going to roll athletics to try and avoid being. Gravity sideways. <laughs> Try and land on his feet. Yeah. Well, okay. Mm, things are not looking good for him. Wow. But okay. Like, you, this is you, just creating advantage. Yeah. So. You got yeah. two advantages. Yeah, you get two advantages because you succeeded with Sile. Cool. 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 Yep. So it's it's a plus four or. No. What it means is that it it creates an aspect. So. Uh, two aspects. Gravity. No, it's it's one aspect. We have two free invokes on it. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, what, who are we hitting? The Karma Chameleon? Uh, no, it's um, Blink. Okay, so Blink now has the aspect gravitationally fucked. And <laughs> we can call on that twice. Yeah. For a plus two. And we don't have to spend fate points on calling that aspect twice. All right. So, Silver Security, um, I will say that if you guys don't manage to completely fuck these guys over within the rest of this turn, they will uh, they will arrive next turn, and by they, I mean the the, the heavy hitters. Sundog, you're up. 
Okay. So I guess the dig is, yeah, uh, up. Mm -hmm. Let's see. He's probably going to infer pretty quickly that the new people are not actually new mutants. Mm -hmm. But still, I'd like to hold on to this guy as long as I can just to create more confusion. But what I want to do right now is I want to use my hard light powers to make sure that the chameleon doesn't slip away, and I want to make him glow. Okay. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. I this and... will make him both, you know. Yeah. Impossible for him to stealth, and also make him an easy target. All right. Go ahead and roll. Will. Hmm. I'll say will. Okay. And. Uh, he is going to roll Will in defense. Like, Well, I'm going to use a fake point, I think. Yeah, you want to re-roll that? Yeah. Yeah. Which, yes, which, which, which aspect, aspect are you invoking? Is the question. You have to invoke... Uh, affable Original Sundog. There we go. I'm, you can do that. Super, I'm better at this than that. Yep. Okay, so... Remind me again. Do I just like straight up re-roll it? Or? You can just you can just straight up re-roll it. You can either choose a plus two or re-roll it, whichever one is better uh, uh, for you. In this in this case, it is re-rolling. Yeah. Yep. Three minuses. There you go. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's unfortunate. I, what are the odds? Same roll. Pretty low. By the way, for the folks at home. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I need to. Little emote man is just closing his eyes in shame. All right, so good news is they are currently operating at a minus two. The bad news is the Karma Chameleon has a plus two to both either athletics or will, whichever one was going to I was going to use to defend. So zero does in fact be negative two. Dang. Dang. Uh, so yeah, you don't. So uh, you managed to miss him. No benefit is created uh blink meanwhile is going to kick off the wall and just make it look like he's trying to attack basically everybody you can't really tell uh who he's attacking so he is just going to try and create he's basically using his deceive skill to try and create an advantage for the karma chameleon so whoever has the highest empathy uh if you want to try and won't beat a seven not being noticed though yeah no actually notice would probably work as well because this isn't like this isn't i literally could only roll a six like well, the absolute highest i could only roll six well that would prevent him from succeeding with style and all right we do have a free um a free aspect to uh pull on him yeah yeah you can without having to spend a fate point you can just get a plus two to a roll all right, I'll give it a try. All right. Hey, that's... Pull one of those aspects. That's a six. He doesn't get to succeed with style. And if you also want to spend one of your fate points, you can succeed objectively. Okay, but I'm, like, trying to think of how narratively this would actually work. Um, superhuman senses. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm still, like, disguised and still trying to play it off that, like, I'm one of them. Why? Everybody else has kind of given up on that. You know, I was trying to make, you know, I don't want to, it's harder for him to target me if I look a, 
I mean, you can use your hard light to... Oh, uh, hang on a second. Let me look at Link's character sheet. Yeah, so you can use hard light to screen out some of his illusions without having to drop your disguise if you want to. Okay, I will do that. Okay. We'll invoke hard light polarized lenses. And drop another fake point. Okay. So I'm going to drop my last goes up to eight. Okay, I'm going to drop my last save point and invoke his aspect visually confusing sewer mutant. And that brings uh, his seven up to a nine. Oh fair enough. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Uh he cre- so yeah. Uh you can't filter him you can't filter all of them out, and so like it's still a bunch of people still think they are being attacked when they are in fact uh just being set up for a follow-up by the Karma Chameleon. Um, on the plus side, though, I'm out of fate points. Switch, you're up. Okay. All right. So, uh, what's uh, Karma Chameleon doing right now? Um, he's about to go after Zero again, honestly. Okay. Wasn't he pinning? Uh, wasn't he pinning? If I... Well, uh, he smacked me into a wall. Yeah. And now he's ah. just running to follow that up. Alright, well, I am going to create an advantage against him. Okay. I am going to make the entire floor around him in, like, a pretty nice radius frictionless. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll swap. Swap, yeah. A one. I might take a re-roll on that depending on what he gets. Um, I was going to roll athletics for him, and uh, let me put it this way. There's a possibility on your, if you re-roll, his roll will actually get better because because of the way that your dice is currently set up. Your dice for him is currently at a negative. So right now, he is rolling a one for athletics, which would um, oh, well, I'll just, which would tie I'll it. Give myself a plus two then, if I could figure out which aspect to invoke. Okay. Uh, so I am going to invoke. Let's say. Let's say this is more like knowing about what best would fuck up a dude who is fighting with his hands. So I'm invoking my relationship with Calvert. Okay, yeah, I can I can see that. Sure. Yeah, so that's a three now versus his one. Okay, yep. So you create uh, an advantage. He's a little slippery, so I'll create the aspect like out of control or something. Uh, so zero will get an advantage to uh, to defending against this lizard man's uh, fighting. So zero, what do you want to do before his turn comes up? I'm a punch him. Okay. So I might just spend that advantage on offense. All right. So, yeah, if you want to. Yeah, that's four. four. Let's see if the aspect needs to be invoked. Uh, It does, because Karma Chameleon would get a five in his defense in fight. Yeah, I I invoke his slippery footwork and just knock him right off the uh, slippery part. uh, Hence the uh, end of the free invocations. Okay. Um, that's right. He has. He also has a thing that he can invoke. 
uh, he'll, he'll no, no, that's that's gonna be on his turn. Okay, so um, that's you beat him by two, I believe. I I got a six. Okay, so six to his no, six to his five. So I marked his first box. Got it. All right. So uh, he shakes it off and then like digs his claws into the floor so that way he uh, he can actually get some traction back and he starts running at you and uh, he will leap and try and bite at you. He is going to uh, roll f- fight. He is currently operating at a five and he's invoking his uh, he's invoking his advantage to give himself a seven. So zero. How do you defend? With an Holy eight. Sh- Holy shit! What the fuck? It's my good stat. It's my great stat. Yeah, but also you rolled all pluses. Um, I'm gonna see if I have any it aspects I can. I can. No, there's none of the aspects that I can invoke would make sense. Uh, so you don't so, have any fate points. You can't invoke aspects. I can compel your aspects at any time without any fate points. Fate points are purely for me to give myself pluses and to activate stunts. I can compel your aspects at any time. So yeah. in a sense, I have unlimited. A- Fate points to work with that, but I but that, can't do that with any of Zero's aspects. Yeah, uh, invoke. I believe uh, compelling an aspect is more about forcing us to do a certain thing rather than changing our dice rolls. Right, right. I was, I was still seeing if there was something I could do. No, I'm defending. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So no, you don't. You don't have to fucking mark anything. All right. Cool. <laughs> Poltergeist, you're up. Um, well, I mean, I don't... I think we've used one of my advantages that I've made against Blink, right? Or have we yes. used both of them already? Yes, you've used one. Okay. I don't have... I I know make good attack. So I'm going to stick with uh, creating advantages for everybody else. Okay. Which, uh, you know, I guess makes sense, right? Yeah, um... Might I suggest uh, you use your gravity powers to help them navigate the slipper, the slippery floor that uh, that Robin just created? I mean, Zero can fly. Yeah, true. Most of y'all Altergeist can, can fly. Yeah. Sundog can fly. I can't, but you can just I you can be anywhere. Not attacking Karma Chameleon. Yeah. And also, yes, I can teleport into the air. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Uh, I'm going to create. Crushing gravity centered on uh, to slow down the karma chameleon. Okay. Uh, so I'd like is... to create an advantage, is what I'm saying. Okay. He is going to roll athletics to dodge that, and so that gives himself a three, so you need to beat a three. I did not. You did not. He actually succeeds with style. Um, what does he get for succeeding with style? I don't. Yeah, I'm trying know. to figure that out right I'm, now. I'm trying to figure. My immediate thought is to just undo the um, the, the advantage on Blink. I, I would actually say that um, Penny is the active character, so in that terms, it's a failure rather okay. than him succeeding with style. It is a failure for Penny. Okay, fair enough. So, eh. Nothing. I mean, honestly, I I'm fine with failing every once in a while. Okay. So I don't really feel a strong desire to spend a fate point on this. All right. 
Okay, so uh, Silver Security pops up, um, and by Silver Security, I mean Franklin, who's currently completely unstatted because I did not get that far down, and Calvert hey there, Franklin. is. You're looking remarkably unstated today. <laughs> uh, and, and Silver Skeleton, who is completely statted, he's actually the first person I ever sta- I statted in this game, uh, show up, and um, Calvert takes a look inside the vault and then looks at the floor and then looks at Switch and goes, you do realize that this suit is hard enough to walk around in best of tough situations, right? Will you let me fix it off my turn now that it's not a yeah. affecting yeah. Karma Chameleon? Yeah. If I fall down, it's like a million years bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> I just do a little, like, you know, somatic components are not necessary for my powers, but I sometimes do them to just signal that they're being done. Okay. Because so you're a big nerd. I'm not doing fucking Naruto hand signs. I just like, <laughs> I, why not? I, I just flick my wrist at the floor so he knows that I've fixed it. Uh, and then he's going to rush in and fucking try and beat the shit out of the Karma Chameleon. Uh, gets a six. Fuck his ass, he does. And that's flat. And so, and uh, let's see. So five, that means I need to mark the first box, but I can't mark the first box. It's already marked. So it automatically moves up to the second box. Hey, Colin, question. Mm-hmm. How does the whole fate point expenditure thing work with a good guys and bad guys, like friendly NPCs, enemy NPCs split up simultaneously? I would I would spend them fairly, but I still only get four points. Like, if, if, if I felt like Wesley would use a fate point, I would be like, yeah, okay, I use a fate point. I, I would be, well, I would be fair about it. Well, no, I, I'm not. I'm not insinuating that you would. My question is like, the NPCs that we like and are doing things that help us showed up after all of your fate points have been spent. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it just means they're out of luck. Yeah. And besides that, fate points are supposed to be spent against us by the GM. Yeah, and you can also like. You guys can compel my character's uh, aspects for stuff to give me fate points for me to spend. Like, that is a thing you can do. You can try and invoke, you can try and compel their aspects to do stuff. Okay, but what happens if I do a compel on Calvert that puts one back in your pool that you can have the chameleons? Yeah, but it would still, it would, it would be a, compelling is typically a bad thing. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm going to decide that uh, Franklin's shoot is right now plus four, and he is going to try and sh- actually shoot Blink, because Blink has not taken any fucking damage. I, I would think he would be on the chameleon, because cold blood. Well, they're both kind of cold blooded. They're, 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 they're both cold blooded looking, really, because one's a lizard, the other's a crocodile. I really can't tell the crocodilian bit for Blink just because of all the after images in the handout. Yeah. But I'll I, take I will, I will, I have a non uh, after images version of him that I will show you guys after the session is done. But uh, I said plus four. Did I say plus four or plus three? You said four. Okay. Well, that's a six that he just rolled, uh, and so Blink can at best only take one damage for this 
Uh, okay. Well. Mark your fifth box, motherfucker. Uh, he doesn't have a fifth box. He only has two. So that means he immediately moves away from... Oh God, how, how the fuck do conditions work? Okay. Gotta look this up now. Hey, would it be even worse for him if Franklin grabbed one of the... One of the free... Uh, invokes? Yes. Invokes, yeah. Yeah, I, I think at that point it'd be a severe condition. Oh, hold on a second. I need to, I need to look up how this shit works real quick. Give me a second. What um, happens with a margin of seven? Severe condition sent directly to jail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that uh, seven would go for a severe consequence and then also check the first box. Okay. All right. So I'm going to check the first box. Um, and also a severe consequence. Consequences? One sixty-two. Oh, no, 162. Okay, yep, I was about to say. Consequences aren't listed in the thing. And it's like, oh, no, it's right there. Uh, let's see here. So the way consequences work is that there are three levels of consequences. Mild, moderate, and severe. And when your stress boxes... When your stress boxes are reached to their maximum, you go for a consequence. And normally, you only get one mild, one moderate, one severe. If your if your physique or will are exceptionally high, you get an extra mild. Consequences actually add, uh, have negative effects on on your rolls. Like everything you basically roll, physically based, is when you have a mild consequence is minus two because. Blink has a minus six, or has a severe consequence, it is minus six right now. And also, severe consequences tend to stick around for a long time. Uh, you have to, like, it's like a whole thing trying to get past severe consequences. We'll get into that when a player suffers consequences, but for right now, Blink's just fucking frozen. There's just like a solid sheet of ice. And, uh, and there's, it, it does not cover the bits that he needs to breathe with, but at the same time, he's, he's done. He's Isn't just he like a on. reptile? He's Severe consequences go straight to the emergency room or whatever the equivalent is in your game. They're extremely mm -hmm. nasty and prevent you from doing a lot of things and will lay you out for a while. Ah, the hospitalization game. On the mental side, they express things like serious trauma or relationship-changing harm. Yeah. All right, so uh, he is fucking frozen solid and will be for quite a while. And Karma Chameleon is suddenly like, oh, shit, there goes my backup. <laughs> Sundog, you're up. Well, I guess Blank is out of the picture, so... Yeah, the other big target is... Uh... Million man. Yep. Fuck him up. I'm gonna fuck him up. Alright. Roll fuck up Ness. Cut him up, cut him up, cut him up. Okay. Holy shit. Seven. I'm gonna fuck him up. Okay, that doesn't that doesn't change anything. His his uh your one of your pluses was already a plus for him. So he has a six to fight, so that means that marks the first box, but that's already marked, so that marks the second box, but that's already marked, so that marks the third box. I want to do, like, a big dive kick as I change back and drop my mascot disguise. And he's, like, sprawling out into the floor from that. I'm just like, it was me, Austin! 
<laughs> Do we still have any free compels or free invokes on him? No. Okay. Just right. curious. Uh, blink cannot go. Switch, you're up. <clears throat> uh, super strength turn on. My turn to fuck him up. Okay. I'm going to use Zui fighting. Did you actually just crack your knuckles? Yes. Okay. I do Excellent. That. You're a dramatic bitch. Alright, so that's a four. That's a four. Uh, well, it manages to become better for him. His fight now becomes a six because uh, your one of your zeros was a minus for him earlier. Uh, so you do the Zui fighting and you, you technically move in a random pattern. So it's less that he observes the pattern that you're doing and more that he has real good instincts. And so when you get close enough to him and you do a like a kick, he swings his tail up and just like sort of spins you out of the way. I don't think if you defend with fight that you take damage, that uh, the, the defender or the attacker takes damage. Um, so do you have any fate points to spend? I have two, actually. What am I losing by right now? I think you're losing by two. So you could invoke one to tie. Uh, that ties do- doesn't do anything, though. Yeah. Mm. But you can succeed at a minor cost, is, a sen- is what it says. So the minor cost would be that you are so close that he would get an immediate counterattack outside of okay. his turn. But, like, because this is dealing damage that's done on margins, how do margins work on a tie? I think you always have to deal at least one damage if you... I will rule until I can look it up that t- like you always deal at least one damage if you tie. So he would move uh, to a minor consequence. I mean, okay. Yeah, and I've been practicing my Zwee fighting on Calvert, so I have plenty of practice with somebody who has a hella hand-to-hand instinct, just being able to read my bullshit in an instant. And so... Like, the second he starts turning to get his tail onto me, mm-hmm. I blink down, like, a foot, and then I, I just put, like, an extra, like, down behind him, then comes the hit. All right. And now comes his, Im- uh, after you do that, comes his immediate out-of-turn consequ- uh, counterattack. He's going to try and just, like, fucking rake his claws against you. Uh, he is... Roll, currently rolling at a six for fight, but uh, your uh, defending thing will uh, will yeah. make, might change that. So go ahead. What are you rolling I, to defend? Uh, swap. It's at a minus one though because okay. speed fighting. Okay. Just gonna try and blink out of range. That's a four. Four. Let me see. Uh, nope. That still he still beats you. You uh you you see the punch coming and like. It, it takes you a second to register, oh shit, he's about to hit me, and then he claws you for uh, a two-shift hit, so go ahead and mark your second box. Done. Alright. Um, and then you swap out of the way, and zero, it is your turn. So what's his uh, consequence? Oh shit, that's right. Oh, oh shit, that's right. Actually, hold on, I forgot that that should have been at a minus two, um, because he does have a minor consequence. I'm going to say his consequence is currently like dazed like you, you he's like seeing stars and stuff um so honestly you would not take that uh 
take that hit. You would have completely defended against that. So go uh, ahead and unmark that box. I forgot I forgot that he had a minus two to that. All right, cool, cool, cool. now zero, you may go. All right, um, while you guys were busy, I looked it up. And when you tie on an attack, you do not do damage, but you do get a boost, which is explained on page 58. Well, it, it's, it was fine that we ruled it like that for now, but we will do it properly in the future. All right. I know. So, I know. I wasn't suggesting a, a re-ruling just for the future. are a super transient kind of aspect. You get a boost when you're trying to create an advantage, but you don't succeed well enough, or as an added benefit to succeeding in, especially well at, in an action. You get to invoke them for free, but as soon as you do, the aspect goes away. Oh, okay. Okay. That's it. It's a create an advantage, but one that can only be invoked once. Right. Yep. And uh, I'm a punch him. All right. Go ahead and uh, roll punch. Let's see three. if that changes anything. Um, yeah, that does change it. So over last three. time, yeah. Um. So five, but minus one. But minus two, so three. So you get a boost. Uh, as, or as, hmm? I invoke my last fate point. Okay. And I'm going to invoke my concept because I hit really, really hard. Because right. I am made of metal. All right. Um, I'm going to move. I'm going to change that minor consequence into the moderate consequence that it becomes, I believe, and go from dazed to concussed. <laughs> well, actually, uh, you would fill in a fresh new consequence in the moderate slot. Or you could just at any point have him concede the conflict. Yeah, that's uh, that's honestly what he was uh, what he was about to do. I was going to... Well, if he concedes, he does not have to take any consequences. No, he's going to try. He's going to try and escape first because he's... He's a little shitty. If he fails to escape, then then he will probably do it. But I'm going to move Well, gonna actually, move conceding the fight means he does get to escape. Oh! Because, yeah, conceding means you get to determine the uh, the nature of how you lost the fight. Okay, yeah. Uh, he sees that he is outnumbered. Uh, one of his main lieutenants is completely frozen solid. Uh, he still wants to try and get this these fucking surfacers down on their level and, and like underneath his boot. So he is going to just look around be like, oh, fuck this. And, uh, and turn invisible and guys lose him. Except, you might recall Chloe. <laughs> hey, Colin. Do I not have an advantage to stopping him from escaping? From the beginning of this session, when she specifically spent time prepping for this exact eventuality. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will. I have a map of the fucking sewers. If not downloaded, memorized, I know exactly where he's going. And I have a fucking edetic memory of this building. Now I straight up just was able to follow him last time he did this. I chose not to punch his lights out. <laughs> all right. So between all that, I will give you one chance to stop him because it's, it's technically 
with him conceding the fight, he's just supposed to like get away. But I would give you one shot. Go ahead. What what are you doing to stop him? What are you going to do in order to prevent him from trying to escape? What am I going to do? Yes. Oh, um... Yeah. Uh, by conceding a conflict, you get one fate point, and that does include the GM. Okay. And you get to avoid the worst parts of your fate, but you can't use this privilege to undermine the opponent's victory either. Okay. What you say happens has to pass the muster with the group. Yeah. So I was just going to... I was just fine with leaving it at, at him, like... Him getting away and uh, putting this out to a third session of these guys, but uh, if if you want to try and stop him, then tell me how you want to stop him, and I will tell you what to roll and what your bonus is. Well, you know how I want to stop him. Hmm. I just want to fucking disable gravity for him and just leave him hanging in the mid in midair. Okay, so instead of doing this at as an opposed role, because this is supposed to be just a thing that like I I am supposed to be able to do, uh, I'm going to give you a difficulty of four. Roll crafts at a plus three. Okay, well I guess we'll see how this goes. Yeah, because you should succeed, but at the same time, I got a seven. All right. So you create an anti-gravity thing and you hear a slam because he's still invisible when he runs into it. And then well, it's not a solid thing. It's just more like I have basically got a little trap going where he goes up and then he hits the and then he hits the anti-gravity field and he's just sort of stuck there. Okay. Yeah. I imagine like the process goes something like <laughs> Alright. There's still there is a thump. It's when he hits the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, he hits the ceiling and then he goes back down again yeah. to the middle of the anti-gravity field. I, <laughs> you know, I've accounted for inertia and in every in every direction. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. And uh, he eventually turns back conscious. Uh, he's extremely dazed because I'm going to give him that mo- moderate consequence of uh, of concussed. So, yeah, he's uh, he's just standing there, like looking real out of it. I just realized I never dropped my disguise, so I'm just going to like <laughs> float over to him and drop my disguise really smugly. Uh... Hey, don't fall asleep, buddy. I think you've got a concussion. Uh. All right, and then um, and then Silver Security eventually get him, and they drag him and blink away, and uh, they they call the DHEA to their base to their headquarters the DHEA comes and they uh, they get Blink out of the ice chunk and uh, secure him 
as well. And they uh, give Karma Chameleon medical attention because he 100% has a concussion, but he is still being treated as like a as a regular prisoner. He is entitled to medical attention. Uh, they are going to treat him as they haul him off to the Michael Cook Supermax uh, prison. I'm going to turn to Calvert and just say, I need to talk to Williamson, like ASAP. He puts a finger up to his mask. By the way, I've said a lot of people's costumes have changed over the last five years. One exception to this is the Silver Skeleton, whose costume looks exactly the fucking same, except that the skull is a little more sleek and stylized than a like legit, straight-up human skull made out of glass. It looks closer to the Iron Man helmet, honestly, than it does to a human skull nowadays. Yeah, uh, and so he, he Just puts it- around her eyes. Yeah, he, he puts his uh, finger up to his uh, earpiece and talks to um, Williamson and he says he says he's free you can go you can go on up excellent uh i apparently have to go talk to the best lawyer in town about uh legalized discrimination so y'all can clean up here i guess or come with me up to you uh if you're doing what i think you're doing i'm coming with you yeah i want to know what's up with this too i will research the loss Directly. I, I mean, okay. I, I'm sure Williamson has them memorized, but more power to you. I would be able to recall them faster, assuming I, well, just as soon as I uh, hook up to the legal database. Have fun. <laughs> so the three of us are going to head up to Williamson's office. Oh, no, I'm, I'm coming with you. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. So Th- This po- is something I can do along the way. Uh, so here's the thing. Are you just are you, teleporting wait, there? Or are does you- that mean... Oh, you're using your phone. I was about to ask, are you Wi-Fi capable now? No, but this is. Are you just popping in or are you going to take the elevator? I'm going to pop in in front of his door, not in his office, but, you know, so I can. Come on in. At the very least, uh, if you give me a moment, I can get the laws up so we're a little more prepared. And with the permission granted to enter, I will bring us in. Does he? Does Jason have a title? I guess lead defense attorney. Because okay, he would be, so nothing, he would be about def- nothing equivalent to doctor that you would append bef- oh, in front no. of the first name no, or no, in no. front of the last name. No. Okay. Jason, hi. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, well, uh, we just got out of a fight with a couple of sewer mutants, and before that, we were in the sewers with a bunch of sewer mutants and one of them told me that there are laws on the books forbidding them from living up here with the rest of us jason's eyes kind of blink at that and i should note now for the viewers at home uh the last time we saw the gentleman caller his he was wearing a piece of cloth over his eyes because he had no eyes um However, at the end of the last bit of the campaign, I decided that uh, that when Switch healed the city with the superpower, anybody who had who, who was disabled in the, in a particular in that particular way uh, 
was healed, and so his eyes grew back. I did come up with rules for this. It could not be a condition that you were born with, so if you were born deaf, they were you were still deaf, that is just not, like, a thing that you could repair. Um, if you had a prosthetic on at the time, that did not grow back because there was nothing to, like, just... It wasn't able to uh, get rid of it, and also, like... There's, there's some other stuff that I, I came up with. Like, I came up with a bunch of hard rules for this where it wasn't, like... So it didn't sound like, you know, I'm saying disabled people aren't valid because if if, if you were born with that condition, you still, had, you still have that condition. But his eyes were literally, like, ripped out by a superhero. That wasn't a thing he was born with. So his eyes grew back. So he goes, um... Hold on a second, let me look that up. And he starts looking stuff up, and he's like... At this point, I have looked it up. Yeah, uh, and you both come to the conclusion at the same time, those laws were repealed forever ago? Those those laws stopped being on the books around the time superheroes started becoming really popular in, like, the Silver Age. And nobody bothered to tell them because who was going to go down there? It smells like poo gas. Evidently, it was the responsibility of the police who chose not to do so. I hate this. I hate this reality that we live in. He goes, yeah, yeah, these have been long since repealed. Like, God. 60 years ago, something like that, close to. Okay. We should probably tell them. Well, uh, yeah, how do we start leading reintegration efforts? Uh, I don't know that, but I am contacts who do. Well, apparently, the police commissioner at the time was asked about the lack of movement on this front and explain that there was enough protests and violence on the surface that they did not need to add to. This was in the 1960s. Uh, I see. Okay. Alright, well... Um... I would love to spearhead this, but I've already got my own massive bag of cats to deal with, and also, uh, I don't remotely feel qualified. Uh, hey! I got the charity thing. I, I was literally about to say, hey, guess who has a charity? <laughs> so... That seems like a good I, use of it. I am going to put solving this problem in the hands of literally anybody else. Good luck. I will also be happy to assist. So step one, I guess, is going to be getting somewhere to house them until they can reintegrate into society. Mm -hmm. um, there will also be an awareness campaign required. I will do my best with that aspect. Showers. Showers are going to be important. It's going to take a while to scrub off the sewer stink. If they need work, well... I can always find work for them. I don't want to step in and be like, here, come work for me. 
by there you is know. a retiring superhero job placement program considering their unique talents it would be very well suited to uh, assist them i would shy away from that we don't want people who are still going to harbor mutant animosity because they're shit heels to be like these invaders from the depths are stealing resources from our hard-working supers who have earned their retirement i would i would hold off on that little bit of resource allocation well in this case the charity would come in handy as a donation to their agency would be uh, sufficient to handle the increased volume of work. So long as we make that clear, then, that this is there, we are using that fund as a vector rather than a source. Um, at this point, uh, Jason pipes up and he goes, and honestly, Mayor Blackmore, very progressive, uh, very forward thinking they would probably if you go to them they would probably help all of you with this they would probably find a good place for them not just like shove them where somewhere where nobody can see them they help them integrate ev everything oh yeah let's not create a literal ghetto for these people to live in once they start living on the surface right right right, right. blackmore would not stand for that like if, if that started happening blackmore would 100 step in Okay. All right. Well, um, I think that's the next week of our time, at least. Getting this set up. Let's let's get to work. I've got enough fire in me to sign whatever documents. I guess we need to like actually go tell them. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, the awareness campaign. It's both right. for these surfacers and for the sewers. Okay. I feel like at this point we need to like fade out. Because yeah. otherwise we're going to start getting into, like, actual discussions yeah. of logistics and yeah. how to format an awareness campaign. Right. And we're all getting out of our depths. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yes. <laughs>so we'll call it right here right now uh that's, that's a fade out you guys try and start figuring out that whole deal so in that case everyone significant milestone uh so significant milestones are you add one additional skill point which you can use to buy a new skill at average plus one or increase an existing skill rank skill by one rank or if you have any severe consequences, you can rename them to begin the recovery process if you haven't already. So nobody has any severe consequences. So everybody just gets a skill point at this point. Okay. And once again, you can only buy up a skill if you have another skill to put it on in your little pyramid. Right. Yeah. You have to keep. You have to keep the pyramid in mind. Um. Yeah. See, I was thinking about that. My first thought was, oh, I would like to put fight up to thirty. Yeah, but, um, but I don't think you can do that because there's nothing to put it on top of. Yeah. I would turn it more into a sine wave than a pyramid. Right, you, right. They, there's specific rules about turning things into sine waves in this game. And I couldn't, I couldn't move swap up to five because there would be no four for it to sit on. Right. 
So it is just going to have to be that yeah, I. Yeah, every, everybody just has to add one to, like, a, they get another average skill, at which point you can then start yeah. building onto the pyramid. Or you can bank it and then boost something up two points. But uh, what I chose to do was buy an average skill, investigate, and the next time I get something, I can start building up the pyramid. Yeah. Figure if I keep getting called to use investigate, I might as well have a point in it. Uh, I'm going to actually also buy an average skill. I'm going to uh, bump rapport from nothing to plus one. All right. I'm going to buy an average skill. I'm going to buy drive. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're going to start stunt driving, huh? All right. Um, at what point does physique start giving you physical stress bonuses? Uh, plus one. Oh, neat. Yeah, um, it's yeah. at plus one and two, you get one extra box. At plus three and four, you get two extra boxes. And at plus five, you get an extra... Get an extra mild consequence. Okay. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna do that. Okay. It would either be that or empathy, just to be better at dealing with liars. But we haven't dealt with liars yet, so I don't feel an urge. Whereas we did a lot of fighting, so this feels prescient. It can be all. It can also be used as defense during um, emotional or social battles. Yeah. Well, I, I'm gonna do physique because my mental stress was at two, and my or my mental stress is three, and my physical stress is two. I would like to even those out. Okay. Robin, be a little hardier. And I guess everybody said that what skill they were buying into. Yeah. All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, next time, I'm going to do a small one session arc. It's it's. A, a super duper mini arc and then after that we will do a downtime so look forward to that everybody uh thank you for listening and good night good night everyone good night everybody all right excelsior